back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. If you guys are new to listening to our podcast, we are Alexis and Samantha Bellbell, and our blog is adoubledose.com and or adoubledose blog if you're familiar with that. And we share a lot of wellness, fashion, and just lifestyle tips. And if you're new to listening today, we shared another episode last time that was all about our supplements and kind of like a more nutrition-based episode, but very sciencey. but we know that that's a lot of requests. A lot of people are into wellness and health, and I think a lot of people, like, it's nice to hear, like, what other people are taking and to kind of see, like, where you can kind of fit new supplements or say, oh, maybe I should try something new. So hopefully you guys will give that one a listen if you haven't, um, but... I, in other news, I have been staying up way too late. This is Alexis speaking. I, Samantha's a little better than I am. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not good together. No, t- as a unit, we're terrible at staying up, not a good influence. By myself, I'm also terrible. I, I think my average bedtime in the last couple weeks has been like 1 a.m. Not good. And when we've been together, sometimes it's been 2. I mean, I've definitely stayed up till 2.30 in the last couple days, <laughs> but I've been better when Taylor's over. I think last night we went to bed at like... I don't know. Well, this is kind of a funny story. <laughs> I was, I'll talk about my routine in a second about going to bed, but I was doing this little treatment and I had to put Aquaphor <laughs> on my face before, long story, but I needed Aquaphor and it was in her bathroom and she has the master bedroom. And so, and it's not, that's kind of a side note, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I don't know why that just was, so you, no, just why so was that relevant Just to so you story. can visualize, I mean, this tiny bathroom. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. Would you look a peasant? No, no, no. But... I texted her. We had gone to bed. I texted her, and I was like, I need this. Can you come bring me the Aquaphor? Because they were already in the Like, Sam and Taylor were in her bedroom. I didn't want to be, like, that, you know, the annoying sister, like, banging on the door. But I was like, you I did waited. did that one time. Yeah, I did because the alarm was – I heard a noise, and, the, and I – whatever. So – I texted her probably like 20 times. <laughs> it was 10 to be exact. It was 10 you counted? Yeah, you told me. And then I went, got back I to did. my phone and it said 10. This morning oh, it said 10, <laughs> 10 texts. Okay. I texted her and said, hey, can you be in the Aquaphor? And then I sent another message, hello. I was like, I really need it. No, and then you sent me an angry emoji. <laughs> and then you said, I'm going to be so pissed at you. I'm about to come in there. My, my face was like cracking. <laughs> I had this solution on my face and it was you have to put the aquaphor on afterwards and then I needed to steam it and so I was like oh my god this is it was cracking on my face I couldn't move and I like I wasn't asleep yet but I had my phone I've been trying better yeah I turn my phone over and I take my watch off sometimes I go to sleep with my apple watch so I would see it but now I still leave my phone on and everything because of the alarm system and everything but I had it turned over and I guess I didn't hear it because I was like well another side note is when Taylor sleeps over in my room, he's always hot. Even though we have our air fixed now, everything's it's cooling properly. It's set way too low for my likings. I'm I like sleeping when it's cold, but he he's like the kind of guy that he's always hot and I'm always cold. So even though I like to sleep cold, for me like seventy in my, in this now that we have our air fix is like really cold. It feels like it's like sixty five to me. But so he has it just to paint a picture he has a, a tower fan like over the bed and then we used to have my ceiling fan on but we don't have that one on anymore and then we also have a white noise machine so that's oh why i can't hear the text message well i was like surely she'll check her phone like maybe they're just hanging I out i probably would have checked it well to bed. i was like okay i'm just gonna keep texting her i almost went in there i almost called her but luckily if she, you came in here for aquaphor i needed it no no out. i was just knocked on the door <laughs> i'm knocked on the door and said hey we would have thought something bad was happening well and we'd be like just it wasn't aquaphor. that late it was like 11 45 i know 
I mean, that's okay. late for him, though. Well, not for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was in my bed finishing some work. Not good. I was on my laptop typing away. And she walks in. I was like, oh, my God. You remember the alcohol? She's like, no. What did you need? She hadn't seen the messages yet. And I was so grateful she came in there. She <laughs> saved the day. She was, yeah, she was sitting there waiting for her. But now I'd like to, to paint a picture of what we look like now. Oh, my God. We're on this topic of painting pictures. We are doing our weekly our, hair our mask. Our weekly hair mask. And... I, I'm trying the Aribe, I think that's how you say it, one, and I can link it for you guys if I like it, but I'm trying that one today, so we both have, we applied, we applied it on our hair, we wash it, we rinse it first, and then we apply it, and I put a shower cap on, and I apply some heat, just like a blow dryer on it, sometimes I sit outside, but since we're recording the podcast, I'm trying to be very efficient with my time today, and we're going to rinse it off after we're done. But while we're podcasting, we're sitting here looking like old ladies with our shower caps on. You can't take it's it seriously. I can't look at you because I can't take it seriously. <laughs> so back to my routine at night. So at night, I like to have a snack before I go to bed. I never go to bed hungry. I always will eat something. So I usually have some fruit, like some apple and some berries and maybe some chocolate or something else. And I always make my little chocolate cake in the microwave. And I say cake like in parentheses because, I mean, not, not parentheses, parentheses, in quotes. quotes. It is not. We're doing the big quote. Yeah, signal. it is not a quote. <laughs> I mean, it's not a quote. It is not a cake, a true cake. But have you ever seen those microwave microwave cakes? Remember, mug cakes. Mug cakes. Those used to be a thing. M-U-G. Because everyone here is mud. M-U-G. It's M-U-G. <laughs> like a mug mud. cake. It looks but like mud. a lot of, so <laughs> if you Google, yeah, if you Google like microwave cake, you'll see it's like a personalized little cake. There's better recipes than the one that I use, but I'm used to the taste. It gives me that crave, that craving. Well, that it evolved from like a real cake. Yeah, it, it, evolved, had, it had egg yeah, and protein powder. It was powder, real, but now, but now as, as my diet has changed, it's just like a few ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> so I have that, and then like I'll finish up some of whatever my last post is, usually too late, because I get side, I got sidetracked, and then I'm like, oh my god, I still haven't posted yet. And then um, I'll go in my room, I'll lay on my little neck pillow. Or that's not a pillow, it's like a neck roll, which I have not been that good about recently, but... I usually do that, and then I'll journal, and I'll take my nighttime supplements. So if you guys listened to the previous episode, we talked about some of the ones that we take. But at night, I'll take so most of the nights I'll take my CBD oil, and then I take the R3 set, which we mentioned in last week's episode. More about it, but just to quickly give a little recap, they're a natural supplement. You can find these actually really cool. You can find them at CVS and Target and on their website. But before I get into that, before I, I'm going to share more about them before. So they help you manage your stress, which everyone's under stress right now. And if you are really stressed out all the time, it can weaken your immune system. And nobody wants to be getting sick or having any kind of issues, especially right now. So it helps to manage your stress and obviously in turn helps to boost your immune system. And it can also, it also is backed, the ingredients and they're all natural, like I said, and they're backed by over 200 clinical studies. So a lot of times people are like, I don't want to take something because you don't know what's in it. And you're like, what is this ingredient? But it's really cool. And they're also formulated by doctors and scientists. So you know it's a legit thing. Also, another thing that we mentioned last week's episode is that they're coated in like essential oils and stuff like that. So you really get like a fragrance and they actually taste good when you're kind of swallowing them, which is so unique. And they have a daytime and a nighttime one. 
obviously I take both, but I was just talking about talking about my nighttime routine just now. So I really love them. I think they're really cool looking too. If you see like a picture of them, they're so pretty, like aesthetically. Yeah. And we thought we'd share it because we like. We're gonna them. post them on our Instagram, so yeah, you guys, or on the podcast Instagram, so you guys can see, see them. See like a close up look of them. But they're super, I mean, they're pretty. And like I said, you can find them at CVS and Target and on their website um, on r3set.com. And use code DOSE for a discount. And thank you for sponsoring this episode. So we had a request from a reader. We love hearing your requests for topic ideas. So thank you for sending those in. And please continue to do that because it's so helpful. We want to share stuff that you guys, guys want to hear and that's relevant to everyone. So continue to share those with us. So this was a topic, like I said, it was sent in and this was wanting to know how we budget and just with everything in our life. And we thought we'd share what we do and then just some tips that we research. So obviously that makes sense to us and that we kind of indirectly do. But for us, like I feel like we've never been huge spenders. Well, let me take that back. In college, we were very blessed that we did not have to work. Like we had, obviously we went to school, but we didn't have to take out loans and we obviously worked really hard in school, but I know a lot of people have usually have jobs in college. I mean, obviously we worked hard and that was a job and we had internships and stuff like that, but we didn't have to work and go to class at the same time, like during the week, which I think that actually is so beneficial for people that have to do that. I mean, obviously it's really hard. I dated someone in college who had to do that and it really made me see like how hard it can be. Obviously I knew that, but seeing it firsthand is but I feel like he learned so much from it. You know, like you be, you grow so much and it's really good lessons on how to manage your time. So if you're one of those people that had to do that, I'm sure that it taught you a lot. And if you didn't, hopefully you still worked hard and appreciated that. You learned it eventually. Yeah, and you did learn it eventually. But so in college, I feel like I did shop a lot, but I still was <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I accumulated my whole wardrobe. No, just kidding. Like a lot of it when we would shop, but I still same, have a lot of it. Yeah, stuff. I still wear some of it probably. <laughs> But um, I so basically I'm trying to say we didn't when I moved when I moved to Dallas and we started a corporate job we had a great job but I and I was doing pretty well but I just was very careful how I spent my money and not to say it wasn't before but I think it's a really good lesson when you start earning your own money to really be pay attention so we were never those people that had credit cards and spent a ton of money and just had like a lot of debt luckily we were just we were always pretty smart about it I think even. This is the story when you were younger. We had like an allowance, but when I still like to shop at that time, obviously, I think we're like 10 or maybe younger. And Sam would always save all her money. She would never spend on anything. <laughs> I remember that. I, My mom had a little envelope. Yeah, she'd have an envelope and she'd write down like how much we spent from it or whatever. And then I saw this shirt. I remember it was at Dillard's. If you guys are familiar with that department store, I don't know if anyone's around anymore. But we went there. I saw this guest t-shirt. It wasn't a t-shirt. It was like a three-quarter sleeve shirt. And I thought it was so cute. I had to have it. And it was $34, which now doesn't seem like that much. But at the time, like for a that shirt. That was like outrageous. Yeah, it was like. For a children's shirt. It seems like it'd be like. Now I feel like it'd be like $100. Like that's how like it was to me. But I really wanted the shirt. And Sam was like, no, it's too much. Like she wasn't going to use her money. And I, I thought it was cute. But I was like, no. You're like, no. And so then I I was like, no, I want the you shirt. Demanded you demanded I wanted it. I used my money on it. And then every time I wanted to wear it, people would compliment me on it. 
People compliment me on it, and <laughs> Sam, when she wanted to wear it, I said, no, that's my money. I really always cry. She always wanted She'd throw a fit, and I'd say- You hid it from me in your closet. Well, it wasn't yours, so she didn't get to wear it, and I said, you should have spent your money, but she, I don't know what you saved all yours for. I don't know what you bought. It's, she probably still has it. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, she was- I mean, we both were pretty like good about our money, but I was definitely the one that would spend more money, and now I feel like- I'm definitely the, not cheaper, but I won't spend as much money. Like what I mean, am I spending it on? No, I just think you're more willing to than me. No, I don't think either one of us really oh, is. So, but. I mean, my mom always jokes now, because, like, I'll buy, like, well, we can talk about some tips in a second, but I'll buy the off-brand stuff. Like, I'll just, whatever the cheaper one is. I mean, I still want it to be good quality, but, like, if there's, worth, I don't know what kind of example to give. But, like, Ziploc bags. Yeah, like, I'll buy the one that's, like, the Walmart brand or whatever Target, Target brand over buying like the name brand like I don't care as long as it still works I won't I'm not I don't care about names and brands but like when it comes to that but obviously there's times I invest in like good quality stuff which we'll talk about in a second so I feel like we know what we want like obviously we'll invest in stuff that really matters to us which is like another tip but we are not huge like we don't spend a ton of money and drop money on like things all the time I feel like we're very conservative with how we spend our money and I feel like the top thing we spend our money on is groceries and then like trips and stuff but and like experiences but so we'll go into some tips like I said that's basically how we approach it obviously there's like stuff that when I was reading through these tips I was like oh yeah we kind of do that but if you're just starting out these are like tips I mean for anyone in their life but basically you're like your 20s and early 30s which is basically like the age that I think people are listening are, even if you're older, be still applied. So you want to figure out what your monthly income is. Obviously, that makes sense. But if you're just starting out, maybe you're, if you're still in college, just think about how much money, whether your parents are giving you a certain amount every month or you're having to work and you earn a certain amount each week or each month, whatever. Calculate that and figure out how much you earn so you know what you're starting out with. And you want to figure out how much you want to put away every month I mean every week or every month how much do you want to save and you do want to make sure that you're saving something because I mean obviously it's tempting to go spend money on the ne- the coolest bag recently or like the next or your trip or whatever but you really want to make sa- saving because you want you never know when stuff's gonna we're gonna have to like, your car breaks down something in your house breaks which has happened to us lots of times and mm-hmm. I'm glad that we saved because you never know you might have to spend a couple thousand dollars and it's unexpected so you don't want to be in a situation where you can't afford stuff so figure out your monthly income and then you want to track and categorize how much you're spending on stuff so maybe you could just track every month and see how much you're spending whether it's on like clothes food going out trips like all that kind of stuff kind of categorize it so you can see where you're starting at and then you're going to want to see maybe you might need to scale back a little bit and figure out what you want your breakdown to be and then you can set a goal of how much you want to set aside i think it's really important to have a goal of how much you want to start saving for because when you're older if you start when you're younger it's much easier i mean not much easier but when you start saving i think when we were working our corporate job we started our 401k which mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into that because it's too much. Like, I don't know enough to, like, I'm not an expert at that. Yeah, I'm in finances. I don't, yeah, I don't know how to, I mean, I know it's important, but I'm not going to get into that. You guys can go Google 401k if you don't know what that is. But basically, you want to start saving for the future. And when you start, the way I've learned or what I know is that it's better if you start young, when you're younger because you have more time to let it grow. And I think the best way to do it is if you, if you work a corporate job is to just have the money not even show up on your paycheck so that you don't even see it. Because I feel like when you think about the numbers that you're going to be subtracted from your paycheck, you're like, uh, like I don't want to lose that much money. I could be spending it on this stuff. But 
if it's not even if it's out of sight, it's out of mind, like you don't, you're just putting it away and you know, and you're going to be so grateful for it in the future. So we do that. Um, and I think I'm so glad that we did. It's fun to see it grow and just to know that you're doing something for the future. And also like, you never know when you're going to need that money, but in, especially when you're older, cause you're working hard now and you're, you're going to want that, want it later. And you, like I said, you want to have money for an emergency fund too. Like I was just saying, because we have experienced this year alone, like our car, between stuff with our car, our air conditioning unit, like, and that it was very expensive. Our fence on our outside of our house. So it's things that like, you're not expecting to have to replace. Like, oh, it'll be fine. If you live in an apartment, I guess that stuff is repaired for you, but you still have a car. You still have to pay for certain things and like medical expenses. Like you just don't know what's going to happen. So make sure you're saving money and putting stuff aside. Like I know that we spend stuff up for health insurance. I'm sure you guys do too. And so you're doing that. It's kind of the same idea. You're you're putting money away so that you in case something happens. So you kind of think of it the same way. And the other thing is like a lot of us, maybe some people haven't been brought up. Maybe your parents weren't good savers. Maybe you just don't have a good example, but you can always read up on it. There's so many articles online and we're just trying to give basic tips, but I think it's important to start these as soon as you can just because money is, I feel like it's such a topic that people, I don't know, Tell you know what you, I mean? It's like people don't talk yeah, about. Yeah, well, it's in relate, like it becomes, it comes up in so many issues with relationships in your future. I feel like it is something, there's a lot of stuff to be said about keeping up with the Joneses like around you and having certain status items, but you also need to make sure and keep yourself in check. Like, do I need these things or is it going to make me happier? Is it going to make me feel any different? But obviously, like, we like to – there's certain things that I like that are important to me. Like, we will spend money, like I said, on experiences, where we live, and um, just, like, food. I'm very into, like, my health. and I'll spend a lot of money on health and wellness because that's important to me. And everyone has their things that they like, their hobbies. I think you need to just be real with yourself and figure out what those things are. Yeah, maybe make a list of, like, what is important to you, and then you can dedicate more resources to those. So there's a certain method that you guys may have heard of that's called the 50-30-20 budgeting method. And basically what it is is you divide your budget into three ways, 50% towards living expenses, like your rent, your groceries, utilities, 30% towards flexible lifestyle spending, like entertainment, eating out, traveling, and then 20% towards your financial goals, like savings, debt payments, and investments. So I know it's a very common thing for people to be in debt, whether it's student loans or just credit card debt. But just know that you can always get out of it. You can start paying it off and just like I'm saying, like set goals, like anything in life, like whether it's a fitness goal or a life goal or a job goal, you just need to keep working at it and it will eventually, like like I said, I haven't experienced it perfectly, personally, but I know our dad had a lot of loans to pay off. And so you can always accomplish it and just think you're going to get yourself in a bigger hole if you keep spending and spending and spending. So that method, I think, is really good for beginners or people that just want more of like a concrete way of doing it. I, I like to see numbers and I like like a plan. So I feel like that's a good way to do it. Another method that's having more old school is that you can just put um, your allotted amount into an envelope. So like this is the amount you're just going to spend this month on whatever. And like once you run out, it's kind of out. The thing with that is that I think a lot of people put stuff on credit cards. So I don't yeah. think people use cash, cash that much that anymore. Much, yeah. Maybe you do. That's a good way. Cash, using cash is a good way to budget because – you can only use. What I feel you like, have. You, and you also spend. You feel like more guilty when you spend something that's like a thousand dollars, and you have to pull out all that money. Yeah, there's a few apps. I know we talked about a few of these on our stories a little bit ago, but 
There's one called Mint, and it helps you like thinking your financially planning everything and it's just if you're like more of like a technology person which I am it's a good way to just use everything on there there's another one called you need a budget y-n-a-b and there's one called m m m as in mark envelopes like envelopes yeah there's one called wally I think I've heard of that one yeah pocket guard so there's all these different ones that you can use for that. And then some other tips are maybe just get like a side hustle, a side job, like something that you would be, feel happy doing. Don't do it just because you need more money. I mean, obviously, if you need the money. But there's little things you could do that you can earn some extra income. You can always like, you know, there's our generation, I feel like, is so creative and making little side businesses, like making little, uh, little items like on Etsy to sell. Just something on the fun. And you never know what it could turn into, like, just be creative. Be open to doing something. There's so many ways, even online, I think you can make money. Like, you can take surveys. I remember seeing these commercials. Yeah. Like, there's ways you can do stuff. You just, I mean, obviously, you have to put the time in. But if you're just wanting something easy and or something that would fulfill you more, there's ways to make extra income. Get a part-time job or something that you, I mean, depends on much time you have. And um, you can open, another thing that we really recommend is opening a savings account. Like I said, we started that, I mean, really, really young. And that's a good way just to have put money aside. Like I said this earlier about saving, but I think it's really important instead of just putting money away in your house somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, I think we have something set up on our we bank with Wells Fargo, and I'm sure it's true for other banks, but they kind of use it as like an overdraft protection. But it's also like kind of another way to save because it automatically takes like a certain amount of money. I think it's like $150 or something every month, or maybe it's more every month out of our checking account into our savings account. So it's basically also pulling money into our savings account without realizing it, that also. I think the best methods are the ones that you don't really realize because it's kind of like with your taxes. I'm like, oh, like, it's just like I know I have to pay them, but it's once you see the amount, you're like, oh, no. Yeah, if it just disappears, you're like, yeah. okay, you pretend, you forget that it ever happened. But it's one of those things that you need to do. And so I hope that was helpful. I think that it's important to do that as early in life as you can obviously having your parents as examples helps a lot but I feel like they are pretty good about helping us like teaching us to budget and with the allowance and just just like watching them how they spend money but I know a lot of people's parents just like don't live within their means and they spend too much probably more than they you know I think the problem is we live this generation with social media and internet where everyone's trying to keep up with the latest product and the latest items and it's yeah I'm sure it's really hard to you know everyone wants those things don't get me wrong we there's definitely things we sent money on but you also have to know what you can afford I mean it's fine to treat yourself but maybe if you put on a credit card and you can't afford it just know that maybe you're not gonna be able to spend as much the next month or something to keep up with it and everything's cyclical just because if you spend a lot one month then just know you can do better the next month but don't let yourself go it's kind of like with health and fitness mm-hmm. I think it's like a bank account in the same way so yeah I hope that was helpful. If you guys have any questions on any apps we talked about or any of the tips, just let us know. But that's kind of how we live our budgeting life. Yeah, so kind of transitioning into summer. I know it kind of feels weird. Like, it doesn't feel like it's summer right now, but it is here. So there's a few things that, like, with traveling and everything that we always would take with us. One of them is sunscreen. It's a big obvious. And that was a question that someone sent in to talk about. So we're going to be discussing that. But before we get into that, there's another product that we always recommend traveling or pretty much daily. And I'm so glad we've seen some of you guys use it. So it's Beekeepers Naturals is the brand. And it's their Propolis Throat Spray. 
well, first of all, they have many different products, but that's the one we use the most. We also use their bee pollen, and a lot of you guys have been seeing us putting that on our um, wild blueberries that we share in the morning with the almond milk, and people ask us what that is. So that's the bee pollen. It's really good for you. It's, it's like the, it tastes kind of sweet and crunchy. Yeah. yeah, so it's a good – you might have seen it like on – if you follow any like healthy accounts, like healthy living or like smoothie places, they always put that like on top of smoothies as like a decoration, but it's immune also – Immune booster. Immune, yeah, it's great for immunity. But the Propolis Throat Spray is great. You just – it's made of three natural ingredients, and we've talked about it a lot before and in our stories because we love it so much. But it's great for immunity, so it's great for traveling, especially now. And it's also great if you have like a scratchy throat or just, you know, just to keep up with anything day to day. So if you guys want to try it or any of the products we talked about, you can go to beekeepersnaturals.com and slash double dose. Or you can use double dose at checkout, just like our blog, D-O-U-B-L-E-D-O-S-E. And that will give you 15% off their entire site. And thanks to them for sponsoring this episode. So going into the sunscreen... I wanted it to kind of touch on kind of what it is. I know everyone knows what sunscreen is, but I actually kind of learned a lot when I researched it um, a while back about like which ones to buy. And so I'll just kind of start off with what some people, everyone sees SPF, but like what is it? So SPF stands for sun protection factor. And so it's basically the number that you see in the bottles, like if it says SPF 30 or whatever, that will tell you how long the sun's UVB rays would take to redden your skin if you applied it like exactly how you should, which most people don't really. But that isn't that it compared to without sunscreen, the time it would without sunscreen. So for example, if you had SPF 30 and you're wearing that, if you used it properly, it would take you 30 times longer to burn than if you didn't use any sunscreen at all. So that kind of like, I had no idea what that number. I knew it meant, obviously it means the higher you go, the better it is kind of for you, but I didn't really understand the meaning. So that was kind of cool to learn. There's also, if you guys see broad spectrum, that's, so I didn't really understand what that meant either, but I learned that now. So there's UVA and UV, UVB rays, and a lot of the sunscreens used to just have UVB, but now they learned that UVA is really, really important too. So a lot of the sunscreens, or most of them, um, have broad spectrum, which means it covers both. So you want to look, three things you want to look for when you look for a sunscreen are obviously it's broad spectrum. You want to make sure it's SPF 15 if just for everyday purposes, like walking your dog or just running errands or something like that. If you're going to be like outside, you want it to be at least SPF 30. Some people say even like 50. So if you're going to be like obviously tanning by the beach or doing different things like that or working out outside or playing tennis or something, you want to make sure you have at least 30. And um, you guys might have seen water resistant versus very water resistant. Those are great for if you're going to be swimming or doing like intense exercise, like I said. So they're not, nothing's really technically what I've seen is not actually waterproof. You need to make sure that they'll wash off eventually, but they're tested that way. They're tested so they're effective usually up to like 40 minutes of swimming or different activities like that. So of course you have to reapply. And what I read was the general apply, uh, rule for applying is that you want to make sure even if it's cloudy, you're applying it. And I know Alexa and I are not very good about that. <laughs> I always do my face because I've read that so many times and I don't want to have like a bunch of age spots if I like at least sunspots if I can avoid it using sunscreen 
but you want to make sure that you're wearing it every day. Some they say to even wear it on your body. Um, even uh, like you're pretty much supposed to after you shower, you're supposed to put that on before you get dressed because your clothing can move. And I mean, it's better than not doing it at all if you apply it like the parts that are showing. But they're saying your clothing can move, and obviously it can go through your clothing too. So you want to make sure that you're applying that every day. And a lot of people also ask, how much should you be applying? So they really say for like your full body, you should be using pretty much like a shot glass if you're using like liquid formula, not spray. Um, but you want to make sure that you're applying enough. And I feel like most people don't. They said that the articles I was reading, people said they use pretty much half that amount. And if you think about it, especially, the, if, if, especially no one really uses the rub-in ones. A lot of people use the spray. So I think that's kind of hard to judge how much you're getting, but it's easier to apply. They want, they said you want to make sure that you have like a sheen to yourself and just really make sure you're applying it everywhere. Also, you want to know what's in your sunscreen. So I know this is kind of a topic that's a little tricky because I know some people are really concerned. Like we like to use more natural products, but from what I gather for sunscreen, nothing's really completely natural. But there's two types of things that go into sun, the way the sunscreen can work. One of them is mineral, or it's called physical sunscreen, and it basically uses natural minerals like zinc oxide, the ones that are really white, or titanium dioxide to reflect the sun's rays away from your skin. And then there's other ones, by contrast, that are chemical sunscreens, which use chemical compounds like, I don't have to pronounce it, bimotrizinol, and some other ones that provide broad spectrum protection. But they, they both cover great. Um, there's some you guys have heard of the environmental working group, EWG, that they go over like how toxic products are. There's certain ingredients you want to avoid like oxybenzone, I think that's how you pronounce it, and that's one you want to try to avoid. And it's known to cause skin reactions and disrupt hormones. So you might want to look into EWG if you're looking for one that's natural. They have an app. Well, yeah, they have an app, but we'll go into ones that we recommend that we like. Um, you also, another thing you want to look for is you want to consider your skin type. So a lot of the, especially the ones that are aerosol, like these spray, they have a lot of um, alcohol in them. And if you have really dry skin, that could be something that would dry out your skin more. Um, also, if you have a rosacea, you have more acne, that could also make it worse. Another thing you want to think about, especially girls that are listening, is a lot of people ask me, what do you do about sunscreen on your face if you're wearing makeup? So there are a lot of products that have SPF in them. The problem that I was reading about is that they're not, some of them are not broad spectrum. They're just UVB usually, so they don't cover UVA. And it's not like if you don't apply, you're putting makeup on, you're not going to apply it like perfectly. So you're not going to get the full coverage. Plus, um, it's just... I don't think you should just depend on that. I think it's great for like if you're just going to be running errands like in and out. But I mean, actually, if you're going to be at home, more like. But if you're running errands, you that from the the rays can come through windows, especially you guys know with your hands and stuff. People use driving gloves, so that can come through your car. So even if you think, oh, I'm not really going to be outside, it can come through. And I, honestly, they don't really go, usually go up to like 15 or 20 SPF, which isn't super strong. So. They usually recommend that you wear a sunscreen under your makeup if you're going to put makeup on and at least you could just double up on. It doesn't, what I saw, that it doesn't, like if you're wearing SPF makeup 15 and uh, another SPF underneath that, that's 15, it doesn't equal to 30. But just, it would be actually give you double protection. If you like that particular makeup, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily buy it because it has SPF in it because really you should be wearing something else underneath. And I really didn't do that until recently like we would we would just wear like our makeup yeah but now i always put spf on even if i'm going for a walk and if i'm getting ready i put like a um a lighter spf on like 
more consistency is lighter is what I mean. And then I put uh, my makeup on top. So we'll, we'll recommend the ones that we like to use under makeup. The other thing that I know I'm not very good about is you want to reapply it because it really doesn't last longer than two hours. So if you applied it before you left the house, you're already like counting down when you get, you know, by the time you leave, it's already like probably like if you applied an hour before you left, by the time you get outside, you need to reapply it an hour later. So especially on your face, um, I feel like that's the part that people forget about. You know, I feel like girls, I know like Taylor who's out biking and he's been, I've been probably like his mom telling him like put sunscreen on, but I feel like, you know, I feel like guys, even my dad does the same thing. They don't ever put face sunscreen on and I feel like girls think about it a little bit more, but there's a few parts that people miss as well that you want to think about when you're putting sunscreen on and that's your lips. People say the bottom lip that you can get, um, a lot of people get like skin cancer on there because I, for some reason it attracts the sun more. And I feel like that's a part. And then your ears and your scalp are things that I think I forget when I'm like at the yeah. beach. I forget about it. And I honestly don't put that much sunscreen. Like I'm going for a walk. I don't really put it on my body and I should. But you want to make sure you cover those areas. I know they make specific sunscreens that you can put in your hair, like for your um, on your scalp, because it'd be kind of. Sometimes if I'm at the beach, I just spray the one on my head. But I know my ears in the back of your ears are spots you might forget. So definitely look into those. And then we're gonna share a few of our favorite sunscreens for different things. So the one that I use a lot on my face is the Elta MD. I've linked it before. I love it. They make a tinted one, so I like using that under my makeup too, or just when I'm running out. Also, Tula has one. We love that one. And we'll link all these in the show notes. Tula has a great one. It's kind of like um, shimmery, kind of just lightly. Supergoop is another one that's great. They also make a brush, like a powder. That's what I was going to say. When you're out, so people ask, like, what do I do if I'm wearing makeup and I applied the, like, let's say you guys are really good. You guys put the sunscreen underneath your makeup and then you put the makeup on top like what do you do when it's the middle of the day and it's time to reapply like it's been you're at work and it's time to reapply it so that's where I feel like the brush is great because it, it has sunscreen in it and you just literally just brush it it comes with a sunscreen uh, uh, the like a loose powder yeah. underneath and it's kind of like you just brush it on it already ha- comes all in one so we'll link those they're great for on the go you can even brush your neck and your hands and stuff like that I mean you wouldn't be able to use your whole body but you could retouch your face and stuff like that or if you forgot to put sunscreen on it's great just like if you forgot um but also another question was if you wear a moisturizer and your sunscreen is kind of like a moisturizer what do you do so you could just skip the moisturizer and you can what you're supposed to do is put the moisturizer on first and then put the sunscreen on top. So, but if you're not going to use, if you rather just use all in one product, you would just use the sunscreen moisturizer. Yeah. So then some other ones are Kula, C O O L A. Yeah, they're really good yeah. too. And then obviously Beauty Counter, you guys have probably heard of. They have some good sunscreen options too. And now if you had any that you wanted to recommend, there's some for body that are great. Again, some of these are. Like most of them are like a cream. So if you're not into that, then you can look into some sprays. But the sprays are usually not. I will say the ingredients are usually not as good. I mean, I use them because of a convenience factor. But if I had to pick like to be, if I wanted to be better to my skin, I guess. These are some other ones. There's one called Sun Forgettable. And it comes in a... 50, SPF 50, I think it might come in some other ones too, but it's, they, people said that it went on a lot easier too. I haven't actually tried this one, but I've heard that it's really good. It goes on, it doesn't have like that white thickness that some of the other zinc oxide ones do. There's one by Think Sport that's really good. I've used that one before and it's gotten, it's, it has really good reviews and because it's, it just works really well and it, I think it has like the, probably the, 
the best ingredients out there. And then there's some other ones. One's called Bear Republic. I have a few of their products and I really love them. And then I'll share two more. One of them is by Australian Gold and it's their Botanical SPF 50 sunscreen. And then there's another one by Skin Medica and I love all their products. I've used some of their face sunscreens before. This is kind of like a body one. I guess you could use it everywhere, but it's their Essential Defense Mineral Shield. So those are some of our favorites and we'll link them all up for you guys as well. So we're going to finish off with our favorites for this week. It's going to be two beauty products that we've been loving. So the first one that we're going to share is called a Gua Sha. It's G-U-A space S-H-A. And it is like a jade tool that looks kind of funny. It looks like a, like a circle-ish kind of shape. They come in different like shapes and stuff. But basically what you use, you do it, is you apply oil on your face and then you use that tool to kind of push it in different directions emotions on your face and what it does is it pushes all the lymph fluid through your face like down towards your heart which is like really good for flushing out and like detoxing it also helps with fine lines it helps with inflammation in your face like kind of looking puffy you might use like an ice roller or like a jade roller and it's kind of the same idea but it's a little different more intense but it doesn't hurt and it makes sure like all the blood kind of like rush your face so it looks like it makes you like refreshed and like your face more like perky and I use that morning and night uh, if I can remember to do it I've been trying to be on a good kick about it's it mainly night but but it's really good for you. you you can look up a video on YouTube on how to do it but our mom just got one and so we're excited to keep using it but I think we should give it a try so the other one I'm going to share is a mascara that I recently tried and I really like it. And I've seen it a lot in magazines, so it's the Too Faced Better Than Sex Mascara. And actually, Alexis was using it more than I was just yeah. because she had – I put my lash extensions back on last month, and she still – she got the lash lift like we were talking about in our last our last couple episodes. And so she's been using it, and they look really great when she puts that on. I think like, they separate them really well. They make them look really volumey and long so and not too clumpy. So I really like it. If you guys are looking for a good mascara, we'll link it up for you guys as well. So that's all we have for this episode. We hope it was helpful covering some topics you guys sent in. Please send us more. We love covering stuff that you want to hear. And we would love if you guys could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on there, it's just easy to leave a little review or a rating. And if you're not on there, just go quickly go to the Apple uh, Podcast app. It's super easy and it would mean a lot to us. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good week.